yeah welcome everybody to the social living podcast my name is julian green mental and social media consultant and my co-host jamal lawrence social media executive at super dry i'm excited for this one excited excited oh, man yeah big you got a question already should we play it yeah yeah let's play it let's let's dive into it even yo man how are you two i think that possibly nfts are going to be a big part of 2022 but yeah that's that's just what i think and there's going to be a lot of thing about the metaverse and a lot of um talk about it how Elon Musk has got his uh, social neural link. I think that's going to be on the social media. Um, but yeah, that's just some of my things for 30 seconds. I like it, man. Straight into it. Um, NFTs. I think we're going to cover probably a lot of these trends and uh, uh, predictions. And no doubt NFTs is definitely going to be in there. So we're definitely going to probably have a little conversation about that. And even on that front as well, I last night I went to a cryptocurrency like um, presentation. It was actually an award ceremony. How was, how and, was it? How uh, was it? It was it was interesting, man. Like things that people like this business, uh, what they're going to be doing in the next year, like this sounds exciting. You know, we're talking yeah. about pass passports in the metaverse, and I was like, you know what, that just makes so much sense. Like we have passports now here, right? Um, but you need some kind of ID verification in the metaverse as well, um, where you can have all your assets attached to that. So you just need this one ID that protects you. So you are who you say you are, and you own. Like, let's say you went into into like the Facebook metaverse, then you know you went in there, you earned some money or whatever, then you could take it with you, and then you go into Fortnite. And, you know, you earn some money. You want that all to be kind of, instead of having, like, all these separate different accounts, you kind of need mm. one identification that just speaks that one universal language. Um, yeah. uh, so it just made sense. Uh, NFT marketplaces, NFTs backed by different, um, different, cur- uh, different digital currencies, uh, yeah, I I was mind blown. I was mind blown. Like Bitcoin, everyone thinks Bitcoin is the coin. Obviously, it's the biggest coin at the moment. Mm-hmm. But there's other coins out there that do different things. Uh, for example, if you're trying to mint an NFT at the moment, uh, it it costs you some money, especially if you do it on like Ethereum's network. Uh, but on other networks, it can it can it can be literally nothing. You know. Um, so there's like some game changing technology out there, but again, that's probably for that's probably in too much depth. But that's probably for another episode. But yeah, man, NFTs are here to. I say they're here to stay. And, and so here's a question. Here's a question. You probably might have spoken about it um, yesterday, but when do you reckon NFTs will kind of become part of mainstream life, where the average man will kind of kind of take nfts into that life and it might be purchasing it might be just just having some kind of experience with it um that's a really good question i i i i think it's difficult because uh it's not like when we right now nfts is mainly associated with art right 
So how mm. much of your regular person just buys art? Not mm. many. But then if you, I mean, that's like in terms of visual design. But if you have an NFT that's just associated with like music or something, that could reach a, a vast majority of people. Um, and the whole point of NFTs is for it to kind of be exclusive and rare. You know, so if Drake came out with a song and only 10 people could hear this song, um, that he could sell that for a lot of money and it would be his biggest mm. fan. And then if someone wants to buy that off that person, it would just raise that value. So he could, pro- he could make a lot of money from this one song that nobody else has heard, but you have to purchase it to hear it. Um, and you know, like, imagine Michael Jackson had that. Imagine he released this like, like maybe like what, like after he died or something. Like God forbid, but like let's say he died or something, and he's got seven unreleased songs. Do you know mm. what I mean? That could that could really do the rounds if you get what I mean. So um, mm. yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's hard to say when it will because it's gonna take a long time for everybody to understand this the fact that the, the good thing is is that the younger audience already get it so they're going to attach mm-hmm. this to their as they grow up do you know what i mean so we're looking at like maybe 10 to 20 years man i think right yeah i don't think i think that's about right you know um because again, again we're at the foundation stages of this and yeah, mm-hmm. NFTs has been a it's been a topic for maybe the last like, eighteen months, and this is just like I said, yeah. the foundation stage. There's still layers wow. to go in terms of like mastering their craft, getting logistics in place, systems that are ready to to be occupied by a number of people. So yeah, definitely yeah, definitely about ten years off for sure, ten to twenty yeah, years until right. it kind of becomes part of our life. Yeah, man, one hundred percent, man. I think it it will take it it will take its time. Ethan, what's Ethan saying? So, with your question, Jamal, um, I think it'll be within the next couple of years because they're talking a lot about it on the media in general. Um, so, Ubisoft are getting into NFTs in Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint. There's going to be a lot of gaming stuff within 2022. There's a couple of games called The Big One, no, Big Time, I think. Um... Obviously, the metaverse is going to have lots of NFTs, but at the moment, 2021, going into 2022, there's going to be a lot of stuff to do with gaming within the NFT world. Um, And there's a lot of, like, scams out there anyway. They're called rugs. Um, There's a lot of rugs out there to do with NFTs. Um, But yeah, there's one um, that I've currently got. Uh... It might be easier if I join the conversation and then I can talk to you more about it. Yeah, let's add, let's add him in. Let's add him in. How do we do that? Do you know how to do that, Jen? Just, okay. Yeah, I've just, I've just invited him. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so let's carry on yeah. the, the NFT conversation. So, yeah, what are you saying to us? So, basically, there's a point called hero which allows you to so they're in partnership with sony and it allows you to enter the metaverse as yourself so you could be playing gta as yourself instead of lamar or what's your 
Okay. It escapes me. But yeah, all these games, Fortnite, you can go in as yourself. It's a project I'm getting involved with. Anyway, um, there's another one called... I just have to get to that. Um... Uh, why is it the internet is so slow when you don't want it to be? <laughs> no worries, <laughs> man. But like, you know what? Just to kind of like patch it up. So, in terms of NFTs, I think that's like my. I think that's number one in terms of my prediction for 2022. I just think that when it comes to social media and NFTs, I won't be surprised if you will be able to. Like if, if Instagram or even another like social media platform just allows you to kind of have like an NFT wallet like on show or something like that, something that could potentially be on your feed or, you know, I, I wouldn't be able I, like I wouldn't be surprised if something like that just aligns because um, you're seeing it right now. It seems to be the buzzword everywhere, everywhere is talking. Everyone is talking yeah. about NFTs. Um, and the, I think going back to Jamal's question in terms of it going, like it being like just ready for everybody else to use. I feel like we're so far away from it. I feel like 2022 is too close only because people haven't even jumped on cryptocurrency yet. Do you see what I'm saying? And I feel like NFT is a level above. You have to actually have some crypto, like, and then going to get some, you know, get some NFTs. And I feel like, there's so many people who are just so far away from from cryptocurrency itself. So I feel like if you're in the so, know, you're in the know. Um, sure. and we've only, yeah. Second. No, sorry, go on, Ethan. Go on. Uh, so basically, Ubisoft is launching their um, their NFT within the game called. Breakpoint. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. And they're literally yeah, launching it. it next year. I, mean, I think NFTs is really common amongst the gaming world. I feel like the gaming world yeah. know know what NFTs are and understand maybe the the value in having like certain collectible items, certain skins that might not be available to everyone in the game and, and things like that. Um but it's good to see. It's good to see all these people, all these brands dabbling in and testing it out. I think it's incredible. Um, I want to be seeing, I want to see, once you see people like Greg's getting involved in NFTs, then you know it's here for everybody. It's mainstream. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah the, main, yeah, the mainstream's that, got hold of it. That's what we want. That's what, that's what it is. Because I, I, the, the, the likes of Nike, they're going to do something innovate, innovative. The likes of Ubisoft, like any games, any social media platforms, they're doing all this stuff already. It's getting everybody else on board um, is the biggest challenge, and that's just going to take a while. Um, but yeah, man, NFTs are here to stay. I know that for sure. Um, uh, and, and I know it will just evolve as well, like smart contracts, the way we trade. Even minting an NFT right now, it costs so much money. So we need to have like there needs to be some kind of, for it to be mainstream, it, that price needs to drop a lot. And also on top of that, this is probably a bit complicated, but 
on top of that, certain cryptocurrencies that mint NFTs is actually costing the planet because it produces so much carbon. So there needs like there are currencies out there that actually are much greener for the world. So like we're probably going to see some big shifts in terms of what platform what platforms NFTs are going to be minted from and what currencies they're going to be backed by. So there's all that there's all that still to be played and then the NFTs needs to be regulated as well. So there's all that to come into play. So right now Gary V can make 91 million dollars from NFTs. But would he be able to do that in two years' time once you have to start paying your ta- having taxes? It's associated to a tax code, or it's a, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all going to change. Right now, it's, uh, it's like a wild, wild west. People are getting conned left, right, and center. But we need that to stop sure. before everyone kind of like can jump onto it. Do you get it? So, yeah, man. NFTs, man. NFTs. Oh, yeah. Jam. Yeah. Yo, yo. I was just going to say, I think that you mentioned a good point within that. You mentioned about how things will need to become greener before they become mainstream. I think that will be, mm-hmm. for, for next year and for the next, I'd say like probably the next 10 years, that will be a major push from the big corporations around the world. It will be becoming the big push around sustainability and becoming more greener. And I think that will then transport onto social as well. Everyone's messaging mm-hmm. is going to be about, it's going to be about how clean they are um portraying a good the best versions of themselves how they're putting the planet first and so on and it'll become it'll be interesting to see different companies stance and and strategy around that because at the moment everyone's jumping on it and they these companies need to kind of find their own voice and their own way of telling that message without it getting too samey and standing out or greenwashing like like the fast fashion companies have kind of had on them yeah. so yeah i think again that sustainability element will be part of the one of these trends for, for next year 100 man 100 i think that will take over everywhere like I, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing kind of like carbon calculators um mm. like you know how, how how much did it how much how much carbon did it use for me to you know post uh on instagram or you know mint this nft or you know, produce this reel, produce this TikTok. Like these are all things that could potentially come in um, within the next year, because you know sustainability is something that is on a lot of companies' lip, lips. It's on the government's lips here, and it's something that they 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 got goals for twenty twenty two as well when it comes to um, like your carbon footprint. So. We're going to see a lot of businesses having to adapt to that and social media doesn't escape that as well so yeah um yeah that's a that's another one so we got we've got nfts here to stay merging with social media we've got sustainability uh and and going green that's definitely a a great prediction there um have you got any others i'm good yeah, I think the battle of TikTok versus Instagram is, will be a major one. I still don't know who wins that battle, but I think next year TikTok. we'll kind of we should see. Do you think? <laughs> I think next year will kind of yeah. show where the where the tide goes, because I know there'll be a massive push on on Instagram's um, half to kind of gain back that market share in terms of video content. I know that well. That's what they're talking about at the moment is pushing video content, both long form and short form. And I think if they can. If they can hit their monetization 
goals, I guess, for next year, they could kind of get that market share back. But it's just, yeah, it's, it's just their strategy around that and if they can kind of roll that out effectively. Yeah, it's 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 uh uh-huh. you know what TikTok that TikTok Instagram conversation has thrown me. I remember when we first started this podcast and we asked that question, and I was like blindsided. I was just like, yeah, straight Instagram, Instagram wins. Mm. But now I've been using TikTok a little bit more, understanding it a little bit more. I'm actually like, as a content creator, I'm like, I'd rather be on TikTok right now because mm. Instagram does. Instagram's great. Like a lot of people are on there and get a lot of eyeballs, but in terms of like actual influence, sometimes I feel like their algorithm can go against you. Where mm. TikTok, the way TikTok works, is very much more because they reward you so much. It's very much more like a, it's like a casino, so you can get addicted. Like you're not getting addicted. You can get addicted. To just like the amount of views you get and the amount of likes you get like where sometimes I feel like with Instagram you can just not get likes because people just didn't see your stuff do you see what I'm saying mm. or do you know what I mean but on TikTok you can have zero followers and then out of nowhere get 100k views mm. um, because the algorithm will want you to post again do you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. so then on Instagram, on tip, on like on Instagram, you might not, you're not gonna get that kind of growth, like just out of nowhere. If you got no followers, it, it's highly unlikely you're gonna get more than two thousand views on a video or likes on a video, just mm. because of the way the algorithm is set up. You have to put the work in, you have to comment on people's posts, you have to like people's posts, you have to share people's posts, you have to like really strung out and build a community where on TikTok they can just give you a community and then you can kind of build from that and then once you get to 10,000 followers uh, and 100,000 likes you can start getting paid by TikTok um, for the views and your engagements and that's something that Instagram just doesn't offer so right now if I was a content creator I'm more likely to go to Instagram you know what I mean? And and, and you're seeing mm-hmm. some content creators at the moment as well. You're seeing you're seeing them not posting videos on Instagram until they start getting paid from them. So they'll post mm-hmm. all their videos on TikTok and they're just posting pictures on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. a strategic a strategic because they want they they don't want to put out the same content and not get make money from it. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, TikTok, TikTok with that type of business model. They're not going anywhere, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Also, yeah. yeah. I kind of think as well, like TikTok, in a time where big corporations have come under a bit of slack, TikTok has jumped in and it's essentially been made for the people, by the people. So it's quite an authentic space. Whereas Instagram, well, for me anyway, it seems very ad heavy, very polished, very p- perfect. It seems like the perfect world, which is contrast to, to, to the way TikTok is so I think that's what gives TikTok that gives TikTok the edge at the moment just because how authentic the content is and people can literally just be their self there's everything shot on your like on an iPhone or Android and it's not a polished area and I think that's what why people like TikTok so much just because of that yeah yeah that's also another thing as well yeah and like I, I can't even lie like it, it, if 
in the last 30 days, like, how many lives have you watched like on Instagram versus TikTok? I feel like I've watched way more lives on TikTok than I've watched on Instagram. Mm. Mm. Like, they See, have I... like mad interesting lives. Mm. So I've not actually watched a live, you know? I don't watch lives on either. So... Really? So inter- yeah, it's interesting to see because I know TikTok have been pushing lives and for fashion businesses, they've been pushing a lot of um live shopping stuff. It's a bit like it reminds me of like QVC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and those I, can't believe, yeah, yeah. I can't believe what I've seen. Like literally, there's like fat like people who have factories in China and they're selling like let's say something simple like bracelets. They're selling bracelets, but they've got their live channel on TikTok. And they'll get paid from like people like you know how you can like send a coin or send a nugget or whatever like you have to mm. pay for the that's like the the, the TikTok currency. So when people mm. are pressing the like like button or whatever, they they're getting they're getting paid from all those different engagements. Mm. So that there's all these like incentives, and then they're selling they're selling the um their products like live on the TV. So mm. I'm live on TikTok. Sorry. So it's like. They'll put any everyone's name who's maybe on the tip on the live, and they'll do like a little draw, a little raffle, and they'll like take out like someone's name, and they they win like a bracelet, and then they'll send it out to them. Do you know what I mean? But they're like get these people will be getting like five thousand people in a live, and you know let's say like you know a hundred of them are like you know like engaging, so they're making from money from that, and they're making money from the bracelets as well being sold. So it's like, mm. it's just crazy. And it's like, oh, they might do like special deals where it's like, you know, you don't pay, you, you don't pay for the bracelet, you only pay for delivery. Delivery is like three pounds or something. It's like, they're just doing like all these different things. What people are actually making a lot of money from TikTok. And I feel like people really care about that. I just feel like on Instagram, you have to put in way more effort to, to be able to have that community. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, so like I, I expect in 2022 for Instagram to try and make some drastic changes to try and keep more people on the app. But really, a lot of people are just using Instagram as like that secondary tool. Like it's there because it's massive and I need to show that I'm active, but I, I'm going to be on TikTok way more. Mm. It's interesting because so. on paper, Instagram should win. Like will it, if they get their strategy right, they they should smash TikTok out of the park in terms of mm. the amount of users they have. Everyone's already got their following on Instagram. So if they can just work yeah. out their monetization piece, they they sh- they should they should win that battle. But yeah, the momentum's with TikTok at the moment, which is which is hard to stop. Yeah. So who, who like who's winning that battle for you? I think next year TikTok. Yeah, I think next TikTok year might TikTok. Win it. Yeah, um, I think so. Just because of the, mem- I, the momentum, and it's hard to stop. I'm gonna be bold, right? And I'm gonna say Instagram. I'm okay. only gonna say Instagram because Instagram. I suspect Instagram to put out um, Instagram bonuses next year, uh, mm-hmm. so that means people could start earning money off reels. Um, I think that would be a good game changer. Uh, that will get a lot of more people, a lot more content created back onto Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I think if they can integrate NFTs a bit more, I reckon that could be a good turnkey. Um, so if they do start implementing maybe NFT, you can mint NFTs through through Instagram. 
I uh, as it's already a shopping platform, I feel like it might be very easy for them to do. Once they do do that, I think that 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 will like that will win. I think mm-hmm. I think that will push them ahead of TikTok just a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna oppose what you said and and I think mm-hmm. yeah I think I think I think I think Instagram. What about you, Ethan? Man, what do you reckon, TikTok or Instagram? TikTok. <laughs> Any reason why? Because it's gave a lot of people a platform to work with, man. Yeah, where Instagram, you have to work a lot harder to actually do the content, where you can put 15 seconds of content out there and get a lot more views. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've done one video that's got 554 views. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, it's just so much, it's so much more easier. The, however the algorithm works, I think it's so much more easier. Again, I just feel like the way TikTokers create their platform, it is to me, it's just like, it's like they got all the content creators and they throw them in the casino. And then it's like, here's all your coins. And then, and your coins being your content. And it's like, keep putting them into the machine and you'll win every now and again. And then you'll wait until your next video just goes viral kind of thing. So you're just waiting to hit the jackpot. So it's like, oh, I just got 100K views. Okay. Oh, when am I going to get that again? Keep going. You get 10K, 5K, 8K. Mm. Oh, wait. He, he's slowing down a little bit. Oh, let's make him win. Okay, here you go. You get 800K. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think, yeah, I think... I don't know if that's you, Jam. Yeah, it's Nathan. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool, okay, cool. yeah, I was just going to say, I think that um casino reference is, is fitting because of the way their interface is, like, it's almost the way their videos show up on your phone is like a slot machine. Like you, you pull down a lever just to see what you're getting next, which yeah. is yeah, no, it's a nice little reference. It's a nice little reference. Uh, One hundred, man. I feel like. But you mentioned. Yeah, I like that. Go on. So I was going to say you just mentioned you mentioned a point about earlier about Instagram and um, as it's been seen as a shopping platform, but I still reckon they they they're not there yet. I think next year we'll see, we'll see a big push in terms of them becoming. A bigger player within e-commerce and digital commerce because again yeah. the, the instagram shops there but i don't think it's used an, enough in terms of of taking that that step away from going on a website i think people still go to a website or go to an app uh, a separate app so i think again there'd, there'd be a big push there to kind of convert people to shop more through the platform and stay within that instagram bubble rather than coming off the app no, I, I agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that um, the, I, I think that the reason maybe why in Instagram specifically shopping hasn't kind of taken off on there is maybe because like there might be a trusted element. I feel like you're it's like it's like you it's like uh, let me say like websites are now like the it's like the shop. It's like it's more trusted. I'm gonna go down to the shop. Do you know what I mean? I feel like. When you go mm. to the website, that's how it feels like because you're not used to buying on social media. Um, mm. There's a, there's a, there's a obviously there's a small there's a there's a good percentage of people who still buy through social media and they might buy directly with a person, but they might not. They, I don't feel like you can just go straight onto the shop and then just purchase. I feel like that takes a a, a lot, and I feel like you would have to have a certain relationship with a customer and the brand before you kind mm. of can go and do that. And I feel like, mm. yeah, they're, they're away from that. 
But yeah, I think that's a great prediction, to be fair. Like, the social media just kind of just emerging more into a shopping platform. But do you feel like Instagram's doing too much when they when they do that? Because it, it's like it becomes, like, everything's just there. Like, I never yeah. go to the shopping tab. Like, never. No. I get it. They just want to dominate all aspects of, of digital, I guess. And I think, I do think they are doing too much. They, they, they're trying to battle with everyone rather than staying in, in a lane and mastering that lane. But then mm. in the past, they've, they've, they've done that and it's worked in terms of stories taken up from Snapchat. I, I, at the time, I thought, oh, who, who's going to watch Instagram stories of a Snapchat? Snapchat, I'm still going to go on Snapchat to watch stories. And now Snapchat's almost dead. So it's worked yeah. in the past. So it'd be interesting to see if, 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 if that will carry on. Yeah, no, it, it, you're right there. I feel like I, I, I don't know how they're gonna convert shoppers like into that. Um, I, I'm expected to see this big push, um, but if if NFT if NFTs come into it, that could be a, a good introduction for so many people to buy NFTs through social media, and I think that could be almost deemed as shopping. Um, and there might be a push. I suspect that there might be a push through that as well. So yeah, for sure. um, yeah, that that would be very interesting. I think I I've got another prediction as well, which is more augmented reality options. So I don't know if you've seen it on uh on Instagram already, but like when Squid Game came out, there were all these kind of like Squid Game augmented reality games that you could play like on your Instagram stories or or, or as a reel. So you could easily, so like you, you load up your camera on stories or on, um, or on uh, what's it called, or on reels. And then you could choose like a squid game augmented reality. And then mm. it, would, it would play like a game on squid game, you know, with a bit with the girl and she shoots you if you move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen, yeah. So no, I've seen it, I've seen it, yeah. And then every time you blinked, you're moving closer and closer. So I saw that and I was like, yo, that's wicked. But imagine like now, let's say Drake comes out with a new album and he's got augmented reality piece to go with it. Like he would go even more viral. Do you, like, do you know mm. what I mean? So I feel like, I feel like that's going to be a big piece in, in, um, in, for Instagram anyway. <laughs> uh, but all social media for all social media, really, like TikTok, Snapchat, augmented reality, I feel like there's going to be loads more options. Yeah, I think with that, that, that like gamified piece with IG stories and augmented reality, I think Instagram needs to look at that approach because even though like it's sick, like doing it, but people don't necessarily then post it. Like it's, yeah, whilst, yeah, whilst yeah. you're doing it, like you do it like offline almost, just playing around, but then you don't then post it. So it's kind of what, what, what's the strategy behind it like what is it to post mm. the story afterwards is it just to play around like it's just finding out what what the end goal is i guess knowing, knowing knowing instagram is probably there to keep you on the app and then once you've done with it probably an ad will probably come up and they hope you click mm. on that um mm. so it's like if it helps you to stay on the app a little bit longer i think that's where they might see the success do they need you to post it? Maybe not. 
I feel like only the successful viral ones will be posted. Um, but who knows? It, 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 it can, it might be something that just gamers take up on and they might be able to engage in it. But uh, I think it's a, a nice little touch. Um, no, definitely, you know, definitely. Like, if, especially if like, you're a musician or something, let's say that like, you went to WizKids uh, show or whatever and then you did, he did like a, augmented reality piece or something like that it would be really cool i saw an example of this like three years ago with elton john um uh and he i think it was his 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 movie that he came out with but he did like all these snapchat like augmented reality things and all their fans all his fans like in the queue or the cinema or whatever were just taking out their phones and just doing these little challenges and he can win prizes and all this other stuff so all that i think it would be really you know really really good ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็
the following of influencers now are becoming less and less. I think that's part of brand strategy. I always reference it back to football. It's like it's kind of like non-league <laughs> that that area, like between yeah, one yeah, and ten k, yeah. and 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 the and the money going towards filtering down going to non-league, and yeah. it's like like I guess brands are like agents and they they kind of look at the the upcoming talent. I guess you can call it and kind of look to jump on the wave before they grow and expand so mm-hmm. yeah i think i just think yeah, again i don't think influencer marketing is going anywhere and yeah the bag will just keep getting bigger bigger and it'll be there'll be more share of it i think now like you said with people with smaller accounts getting more opportunities too yeah 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 no so you're right there question. yeah go for it um like both of you basically the word influencer uh, really annoys me <clears throat> because uh, can you understand where this is going because yeah it just winds me up because like, a lot of young people get influenced by um, all these Instagrammers all these TikTokers but who are they actually influencing because an influencer technically is a role model but then you've got all these young people looking at role models that ain't really role models in the traditional sense, if you get what I mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a really, it's like a deep, that's a deep topic because um, I think the word influencer, like, just on the surface, we understand it's just someone that just has followers. But mm-hmm. if you, you can, you can, you can change its meaning by thinking that oh yeah it's going to be like someone who's like a, a role model and that's like someone who has real influence over you um and i feel like i i don't i personally don't think there's a lot of real like influences out there if you know what i mean like i think it, it works in different ways like sometimes you might know something so an ad you know that influencer has been paid to do something and that might make you less likely to even purchase something but then that that might just be that type of person then there's loads of people who might just see drake wear a certain watch and suddenly everybody wants to wear that watch but he hasn't even mm. mentioned the watch and that's like that's real influence and mm. to, to, to a lot of people people like drake could be steamed like a, a role model so there's different levels to this influence and stuff like 100 percent yeah um, i kind of so I was going to say, I kind of think as well that yeah. I don't necessarily think these influencers set out to be role models. They, they, I, I just think they're trying to build a following and then they get to a stage when they realise how much influence they actually have. Like, I watched um, Molly May's interview with Stephen Bartlett, who's kind of queen, she's the kind of queen of influencing in the UK. And she was saying that her, her every movement is followed. Like, she is the trend, whatever she does, girls follow she gets lip fillers, girls get lip fillers, she removes her lip fillers, girls remove her lip fillers. And she kind of said this was this was unwanted. She didn't want that. She was just growing her audience and showing her life on social. And this that that role model kind of status became part of who she is, which is which is it's good that she's kind of speaking about this. But I don't you know, like I said, I don't think they set out to be role models. It's just become part of the image, I guess, that they, they carry. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah I agree with that. 
I actually saw that interview with Molly May, uh, Stephen Bartlett. Definitely checked out on the the diary of a CEO. Um, yeah, that that her 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 story seems mad, and the fact that she's being like followed and had to move her house, move house, and mm. she's so afraid to like give out her address and stuff like that. That's that's proper influence, and obviously she probably never set out for that type of influence and. That just makes you even more um, cautious of how you move. And, you know, that's someone with some morals because some people who might have that type of power and influence might not even consider how they need to move. They just love every minute of the attention and everything. Do you know what I mean? But um, the fact that she needs to be cautious of what she says and stuff, I think that's really important. Even Gary Vee spoke about it as well. Like, he spoke about not talking too specifically about certain NFTs, just... Because he knows that oh, he might say something and then suddenly everyone's going to try to buy this NFT or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's just, that's almost like influencer social responsibility <laughs> 101 type thing. Um, so it's like, yeah, like a lot of these influencers need to be, need to be aware of the power that they have. And a lot of them think they have influence and they don't. But the ones that do have influence, I, I hope that they know that they have the influence that they do have and and kind of act out on it accordingly, you know, and doing positive things. The fact that money means taking out her lip fillers, that's a good thing. Influencing people to kind of, you know, um, appreciate their natural beauty, that's something that is morally probably correct, you know, it's more in aligning with maybe anyone's purpose, is just, you know, appreciating your, your, your natural beauty you know, what you were born with. But again, there are counter arguments to that because people want to look like how they want to look. Um, but again, sometimes I think those decisions are just emotional ones. But I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, there's people who got their nose done and they were so happy and they've just been the happiest they've ever, ever been. Um, but I feel like the, the issue is when it, you know how it gets. People look odd. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> People look odd. I, I get it. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. Faces <laughs> all chiseled. Um, yeah. yeah. Like Botox. People go too far. Like, okay, you want to get you know, one or two, whatever. I don't know. Like, some people go way too far with it and you're just like, whoa, like, I'd rather be just look normal. Mm. Yeah. It, it, is, it is what it is. It's perceived, um, like, beauty and, and all that. That's, that's your own answer. That's your own relationship with yourself right so mm. yeah man um i got uh, i got another another prediction man and that's uh audio man audio what we're using right now so big up stereo because uh i never heard of stereo that, this time last year never heard of it and um this is classed as social media of course and places like this i expect them to just grow even more so the likes of clubhouse uh, Twitter's got like different audio rooms and things like that. Um, audio is big. Audio is big. You don't need to see our faces or whatever to be able to just have and enjoy a conversation and um, you know and build relationships and stuff like that. And I think that is something people want and probably going to need in 2022, especially if we're still living with COVID and um, yeah, or and we're going to be having like lockdowns and stuff like that people need uh, to talk to other people and have conversations. And this is 
this is like the perfect platform to be able to do that. So um, yeah, I expect there to. I think they just become more popular. We'll probably see more of a growing, uh, like uh, a growing population on here. Um, more people following the likes of Stereo Clubhouse and uh, audio rooms and things like that. So yeah, like we would never have even met Ethan or spoke to Ethan if it wasn't for this platform. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And he tuned in like the last, you know, last few weeks, which is you know amazing thing. So yeah, social audio, I think that's going to be here um, and more prevalent in 2022. No, definitely, and there'll be there'll be that power shift as well. If you've seen um, Spotify, kind of invest heavily within their audio and their podcast feature with. Um, kind of buying out Joe Rogan and, and stuff like that so I think we're, we're, we'll kind of see more of it in in, in um the new year as yeah, yeah like you said stereo Twitter Instagram Clubhouse um YouTube as well like they they will have their own audio features and there's who who kind of wants to own that space because it's kind of spread out at the moment between a lot of different feet a lot of different platforms yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree I agree Oh, man, I think next year looks like it's going to be a big, <laughs> a big year, man. We, we, these are a, there are a lot of predictions. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot like these NFTs, influencer marketing, social audio, um, the battle between TikTok and and Instagram. You could probably mm. argue like where, where where would Twitter be next year? Like, got any yeah. any ideas? I think there's always a space for Twitter. You know, I just think it's. Just... It's that for, for me, it's just that reactive place. So if anything's happened, if anything's trending, it's happened. I go to Twitter for that. It's essentially become like my news feed, I guess. My my news channel. Like that's why I go for any like if if anything's trending, if there's a concert going on, I want to see people's reactions. I go to Twitter. Same thing with yeah. football. If I want to see live schools or journalist's opinion of a game or whatever that might be again twitter's that space so i still think there's a space for twitter i just don't know how how they evolve to stay yeah. more relevant yeah 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 to be fair we haven't even touched on the news of jack dorsey and him leaving twitter um mm. i don't know if you've seen the news i, I don't know what it means though even see it's so a jack dorsey founder of twitter or ceo of twitter i don't know if he was one of the co-founders i believe and um yeah so he basically resigned um okay. and uh, they chose like a i guess different ceo someone who was passionate and and all that but it didn't it was it was really abrupt uh so it seemed like it there might be something sour that happened and then he kind of suddenly left but um i think that's also a big thing so this might mean that Twitter might go in a different direction as opposed to what we might be used to. So mm. it'd, be, it'd be very interesting. And it, it, to be fair, it might be, it might have been something that's already been happening over this past year, some of the decision-making that they've, they've had. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. So Not for sure. I know, I know he invested in, I know he recently purchased, I believe, Tidal. So yeah, there, there's, there's that. So he might be going into that space, which would be very interesting. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I wonder what. I wonder how that, how that, how that will work. Um, but yeah. To be fair, mentioning that as well, just a quick one. I think that is that has become a trend. Um, in terms of tr- like transparency within businesses, 
we seem to know more about businesses now than we ever have. We've seen the likes of um, was Missouri, the Instagram go to. I don't know what his actual role is. I'm gonna say head of Instagram, but yeah, he, head of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. He's very transparent in terms of keeping people up to date with the latest trends and stuff like that. Um, and you've got the the likes of Stephen Bartlett and and those guys, but yeah. Uh, they represent boys as well. Like founders are becoming more transparent in terms of you got Ben. I kind of forget Ben Jot as well, Mr. Benjamin. They become more transparent in terms of how they approach social media. Risa Barra as well. I keep thinking that people keep coming to my head, but yeah, in terms of how they um approach social media and their strategy on it, like that person you know is definitely flying the flag for their brand. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think what you just said there. I think that's also probably another trend for twenty twenty two. Is like brand transparency and social listening maybe that sounds sounds like fluff like marketing fluff the brand mm. transparency and, so, and social <laughs> that sounds like a headline for a powerpoint slide <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah yeah brand brand transparency and, and social listening i think that will be something that will continue for um 2022 and i think uh once you're when you're a brand in 2022, I think that once you understand that you're also I choose you mute yourself. Hello? Hey, kind of... Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, phone, yeah, the phone just cut out there. I don't know what happened. But yeah, I think when once you understand as a brand or as a, as a company that you're a media company as well because you have social media accounts and stuff, I think that's when you decide to offer like transparency because you, you need that for your community. Your community is probably even going to get bigger based on the fact that you offer certain transparency. So you're seeing more and more CEOs coming out talking about certain situations, discussing certain rollouts and, and things like that, where before a lot of these things might just be internal and then it was just that, you know, employees might say certain things. But now, you know, if you're going to be the head of Instagram, you, you probably need to be active on social media as well. Um, and what I like about Adam Missouri is that he he's at on the grind with the content creators as well, like trying to build his audience and his his page and you know doing interviews and, and, and things like that and we're seeing that more and more with different um you know business owners and people in like high level positions they they have to come out and have these conversations if i even think about like we relate a lot of stuff back to football but you know arsenal our, our team that we support they go for a lot of issues and they know that they have to address the fans like before the owners never addressed the fans ever like mm. hardly ever and if they did it was like some letter do you know what i mean and mm. you know presenters are reading it out but now they're doing interviews and you know they might do live q a's and and things like that to offer try and offer a little bit more more transparency so um yeah i think that would be key so brand transparency in 2022 and social listening which is just listening to your audience and understanding what um your audience want uh, from you uh, uh, as a brand, which um, yeah, I think will be a big role for twenty twenty two. For sure, yeah, for sure. man. 
I don't really, I don't really have any any other predictions. You know, I feel like I'm all out. I feel like my crystal ball is is empty right now. I feel like I've done it. I've done it all, man. No, I think we, I think we've, we've kind of we've, that's, we've got a good maybe like ten points there in terms of <laughs> yeah. predictions. So now that's yeah, that's a strong list. That's a strong list, I and mean, it'd be interesting yeah. to see which ones kind of follow through and 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 what's what's the shining light at the end of all of this. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. I don't know, you, Ethan. Have you got anything else you think might might happen in twenty twenty two in relation to like social media or any other trends? No, no, literally, uh, just NFTs, man, and fucking yeah, da 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 da. Um, a lot of stuff with the metaverse, a lot of stuff, and gaming. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that as well, you know, like this whole meta stuff, like literally every day I go on Instagram, I feel like there's someone's bought a metaverse company. Someone's bought a, you know, someone's doing something with the metaverse. So they've got their first space in the metaverse. I don't know if you feel like this, Jam, but I just feel like every minute there's a, there's a metaverse and NFT is just on everybody's lips. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's like, okay, where, where is this really going? Like where? Um, like Ready Player the... One. Ready Player One, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like with that, it, it, I just I just can't wait to see how this unravels. Like in in terms of investing, um, one thing they do say is that if if everybody's talking about it, it means it's, that's not it's not that's not what it is. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It means that that's not the thing, you know. If your mum's talking about it to your taxi driver, telling you about this big opportunity, it normally means that that's not the opportunity. <laughs> so well, the opportunity has passed. Yeah, the, the opportunity potentially has passed because it's a bubble. It normally means it's a mm-hmm. bubble. So, yeah, that's where I, that's where I get weary about this whole metaverse and stuff. And again, the key thing is going to be regulation, because I mm-hmm. know. There's going to be loads of people just laundering money. Oh, yeah, I just sold the NFT for 100 mil. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And where did that 100 mil come from then? Yeah, I can buy my own <laughs> NFT. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, like, there's, there's a lot of dodgy stuff going on there. So, yeah, man. But big up, man. But, yeah, man, this was a strong episode, man. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, I'm happy to wrap it up there. Social media trends and predictions for 2022. Um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. What are you saying, Jam? Yeah, man, again, again, it's going to be a big year. Big year for social media. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see more opportunity with jobs as well in terms of brands kind of double downing on their social team. So, yeah, mm-hmm. keep it coming, man. It's, it's an interesting space and it's an exciting space. And um, it's good to be a part of it as well. And, and staying on top of staying on top of it all. Trust me, trust me. Nah, it's big, it's big. Yeah, man. Stay tuned, and more stuff coming from the Social Living podcast as well. NFTs coming. We'll have uh, in in more interviews coming as well. More topics, more guests, uh, and who knows? I, I might predict a live show in twenty twenty two. Who knows? Mm. But we'll see. <laughs> and I, but it'll be you know what? It won't be a, when I say a live show. It's going to be different. It's not going to be a live show. It's going to be an intimate experience. That's what I would, I think I would prefer. Uh, not just your typical 
oh look, yeah we're having the same conversation but we're doing it on the stage let's yeah. make people interact yeah. we're talking augmented reality we're talking nfts we're talking fashion we're talking branding you know let's speak mm. this stuff into existence and 2022 is probably going to be our biggest year yet so yeah looking mm. forward to that and yeah man peace out we done <laughs>